I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, the forever teen misunderstood emo Malkavian. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. Uh, hi, I'm Super Cookie, and I play Coco the Gangrel. This is Cotton, and I play Terrence the Tremere. Our camera opens up to a black field. The sound of a text message ringtone can be heard, and a nice gothic font text comes up that says, The Next Night, as our vampires begin to rise. Specifically, Art's phone is what is making text message receiving sounds. Because if I had to guess, Art does not have a ringtone for things because OPSEC. Right. And he doesn't really even have a text notification sound. It's just on vibrate. So by the time Art is up, he's going to find his phone on the floor. It's vibrated off of the table. And on the floor, like he's got those mats that that people like stand on in kitchens that are nice and cushiony on the feet. He specifically has those to catch his phones if it's been a really busy night and he knew it was going to be a really busy night. So, so not it's depending on in comfort, but for <laughs> making sure your equipment doesn't break. Right. Sounds appropriate. Art will dalk out of the room. He hasn't changed from the previous night. Like he can still smell the dried vitae on his clothes. He just hasn't had a chance to do anything. He just sat down and got right to work. And as he's stalking to his command center, he's going to sweep down, pick up the phone, and start scrolling through it as he sits down to go through the security footage that he can find of Jimmy. Uh, Missy, you mentioned you were texting Art right away. Mm-hmm. Huh. Intermixed with the text messages that Art has been receiving, which most of them have come in in the past couple of minutes that are uh, not automated. You know, like you you may have things set up to automatically text you alerts or whatever, but a number that Detective Stevens has used to contact you has started texting you in the past couple of minutes. You know, as the sun goes down. And, as well, text messages from Missy. Uh, Missy, what did those text messages say? Uh, WTF. Uh, next one, what do we do now? We need to talk. Camarilla's going to kill us. Do you use oh. the C word? Uh, the dreaded yeah. C word. I do. I do. I think right now she's she's worried. Like, they... they Yes, they've killed a baron before, but they've killed another baron. <laughs> They're beginning to make a habit out of it. Right. You know, one may be an accident, two may be a coincidence, but if we get to a third, guys, we're going to have a problem. So, uh, yeah, just, just bombarding, like, you know, and by the fifth test, text, it's, why aren't you answering me? And then, it, you know, I'm heading, I'm headed to the mall. That kind of stuff, just constant. Missy is going to get that 
you know, when there's there's a message conversation that's happening and somebody starts typing a response and it, it does the little activity thing on the other end so you can see that the person is typing. The three bubbles. The, the three, three bubbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Missy's going to start getting the three dots as Art's, like, trying to tap in a, a response, which would be, like, no phones, but the, the pop-ups from Detective Stevens shows up. And Missy's going to see those three bubbles disappear and the message is going to be left on red as he's going through what Detective Stevens is, is, is saying. You're going to leave Missy on red? Wow. Look, it's been a week, okay? <laughs> okay. Hart's just having a tough time recently. Right. He can't, he can't roll a success on his rouse checks to save his life. No, he had a, he had a terrible night. Yeah. Cool. Looking through, um, looking through the text messages from the detective, you're going to get a couple of them. They're they're short. They're not anything that is frantic like what Missy is sending you. You will get the first one's going to be like, "We need to meet." The second one is going to be uh, a location, something that's not something that fits with your uh, something that fits with your previous meeting places that you've had with him some place that is uh, I don't know tell me about previous places you have met him that are sufficiently noir there have been a number of late night coffee shops that uh, have like little corners for like chess like chess players and stuff um there have been a couple of open air like um open air like concert nights when like the uh the folk singers are getting up and doing their thing the the crazy kids from the college campuses um he's used the old electronic store a couple of times as well and then there's the usual standby of dive bars all that that dot around not only the domain but other domains and just those those kind of known places where somebody like art can just like pull a ball cap down and not look too terrible or just he'll go in under cover of obfuscate and then when he's in the dark corner they can sit there and have a chat while stevens is having his drink cool he sends you one of these locations for a meeting. He also mentions that he how so I don't want to say he needs to be paid for that he wants some of your blood, but um, he would probably just phrase it as uh, our deal might need to be moved forward a, a few nights. And then the text message that comes through while you're reading the ones from Missy is a heading of a police report that officers were called out to address uh, that a Mr. and Mrs. Walton, I don't know Jimmy's sister's married name or maiden name, but whatever. No, she can be curious if she didn't change her name. Uh, that a Mrs. Walton had made disturbing reports to the police 
doesn't give you the details of it. it just has like the address the name uh the time of night and that kind of thing that is as you check through your your jimmy monitor mon- jimmy monitoring system uh may paint parts of the picture for you um art will look at that leaves it on red for a second switches back over to the conversation with missy and says no phones meet here i got something hit send and then switch back over and say we'll meet i'll bring the drinks that's probably good he probably would say something like well we need to meet for drinks or something like that yeah uh, uh so and then he'll he'll say that and then he'll look at the uh the start of the police report and uh yeah i think he's not going to say anything else about it because with the disappearance of another baron like the other nas are going to start trolling the waves looking for uh looking looking for stuff and because they know it's art they're going to be looking especially hard, so he's going to have to play cards really close to his chest again. Yeah, they got to make sure that their own kind are keeping their nose clean. Right. You know, those of them that have noses. Uh, do you tell Missy to meet you at the mall, or are you meeting her somewhere else? Uh, Missy's text said that she was coming to the mall, so that is where they will meet. Cool. So we'll leave the two of you preparing to meet, and I'll have to ask Coco. Coco, what you doing when you get up tonight? Well, nobody told me not to go to work, so I gotta go to freaking work at the hotel. Gross. That does not sound fun at all. No, it's not, but at least I had got to have like a little fun last night, um, and I still feel like really like okay about all that other weird stuff because i think that there's still a little bit of residual last night in me it's a little bit to to keep things going to keep the party hopping um i know and it's been such a while i love it what does coco think about jimmy attacking everybody else uh it was really messed up obviously like something i don't ever really know how to read him anyway um because sometimes he just like lashes out like this but that was just extra above and beyond what needed to be done yeah i mean i just i don't really get it for sure and then like when they stabbed him like i really thought that he was just gonna go to sleep like that's what happened last time. So none of it really makes any sense. And I don't want anywhere involved, honestly. So the less I handle, the less I can fuck up. If, if they don't tell me to do anything, then I can't do anything wrong. Exactly. And you heard, like, I'm getting a bonus or something or, like, a way to go, like, because I've been so good. Um, So I'm just going to go to work tonight, like normal and keep my head down and if i don't hear from art in like a day or two about like what i'm getting for being so good then i'm gonna start bugging him but for like right now he's probably busy he was a little weird and kind of out of it too off to work you go uh is this the first like real job that coco has had as much as it's not a real job but is still sort of a real job 
Uh, yeah, and the only reason I'm still going is because they're going to kill me if I don't. It's funny how that works in Vampire Society. Yeah, it sucks. I have to deal with, like, customers, and the complaints are fun, because, like, no one cares about your complaints anyway. Yeah. How much people think that everything is super, super important. Uh, little do they know that you're an undead monster that really just wants to eat them. That's all I can think about. Like, I had this lady complaining something about, like, her wheel fell off of her suitcase or something because our door was broken. She says, it's not. She was just, like, a complainer. The whole conversation, I was just staring at that one vein on the side of her neck. Like, I could end her at any moment. But then they would fucking kill me, and that's not cool. Really got to tread that line. Doing a great job. I'm getting like a girl. And, you know, I've heard of um, prisoners that get like released for good behavior and stuff. And that's kind of what I'm angling for. So best not fuck it up. Better behave yourself then. Cool. So uh, off to work you go. Uh, cutting back over to the mall, I guess. Unless, Missy, is there any conversation you want to have in the car on the way to the mall, or you just want to get there and figure out what's going on? No, I think this is priority number one right now. Sure. Ah. You guys show up at the mall, then. Um, what's Missy dressed like this evening? Is it, is it still fancy, or is it all natural? Uh, I don't know. It's like no, it's, it's probably casual. Jeans, black boots, black hoodie. Um, if she had any business uh, for the prince this evening, she's probably pushed it off until the next. Uh, coming up with an excuse. Um, yeah. And yeah, she just goes immediately to the food court and uh, sits on one of the tables and checks the time over and over again getting more and more agitated as she sits there. Did you turn your phone off? Mm-mm. Okay. Cool. Uh, Art, uh, that's how you find Missy. Yeah, Art's going to roll up. He's back in his Adidas. He's got a gray hoodie. It's the local college um, athletic hoodie. He's got a black beanie on, and he's wearing dark glasses. Got the hood up over it, too, so he looks like he's a drug dealer doing a deal. And the face on it, uh, the look on his face is pretty sour, but he's not, like, still when he finally sits down. Like, he's he's also anxious. Like, he's he's got news, which he does. He absolutely does have news, so. But he um, plops in a seat and throws up his hands and says, I think I may have something. What? You you found Jimmy? You know where he is? A contact I have in the police department has sent me a file. And it looks like there was a, some sort of disturbance at um, a Mrs. Walton's residence. I'm meeting with my contact later this evening. And then I believe we should go speak with um, Mrs. Walton. Oh, okay. Um, 
All right. All right. Let's let's go find. How are we going to deal with him, though? I mean, what if he's like comes at us again, like he did Terrence? We'll take one of my vehicles. I have a shotgun in the trunk. And at that point, she'll kind of look around suddenly really like, wait, where's Coco? What do you mean, where's Coco? Where's, where's Coco? Don't you think she should be here to, to handle this? You think it's right to think it's okay to just let her go off and do whatever? What if she says something to someone? I very well. He seems not all there, but he'll um, pull his uh, phone out and he will send a text to Coco saying, hey, go ahead and close the hotel up for the night. According to Terrence, you are good to come back. So let's talk about things. Close the hotel up? sick so without even like i i don't know notifying anyone she just was doing what she's told basically like shut the lights off in the um you know main lobby area there and i don't know do i have to lock the door no fuck it there's probably people in there that need to get out i'm not even locking the door and skipping out the door i just text art back okay so now what come to the mall she kind of like skitters to a stop and like her shoulders kind of sag. She tosses her head back and just like sighs. Okay, on my way. Okay, thanks, THX. And he will look up from his phone, saying, She's on her way. All right, so when she gets here, we'll, we'll head over to this Walton. Uh, no, I am going to speak what? with my police contact, and then we will go see Mrs. Walton. I have to get the full story from him. Okay, so you want me to stay here and wait for Coco, and you're going to go do that? It, it, we can all go together, and you two can stay in the car. Okay, okay, okay. I don't know what to do. I just, you know, uh, yeah, kind of freaking I, out here. Yes, none of us know what to do. Even though this is a second time that something like this has happened, except first time he didn't get the way. I mean, what does Coco think happened? All that she cares about is that she doesn't have to work at the hotel anymore. Okay. But I mean, you know. I guess we'll find out. Let us ask her when she gets here. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I'll try to stay calm. She'll look at Keith and say, just wait here while Coco and Art and I go out. Stay here. He gives you just a, a quiet nod that he has heard you and will hang out. He'll probably not hang out in the mall, maybe like in the car in the parking lot, but, you know, he kind of sticks out in a sore thumb with his nice clothes and, you know, not being... Uh, the kind of person that hangs out in this particular mall all the time. I don't think there's anything wrong with the people that hang out in this mall. Of course not. Uh, is there any conversation you guys want to have before Coco shows up? Don't have no. to. Mm -mm, I don't think there... I don't have anything. Yeah. Cool. Uh, 
a little while later, Coco will show up then. Um, hey, so really sweet. Thanks so much for um, getting me out of the hotel again tonight. Um, nothing crazy is happening, right? We're we're going to just kind of be chill and like no, no last night stuff happening tonight, right? We're good. Well, it depends. What do you think happened last night? Um, I just know I never want to go spelunking again, because that was way not fun. Duly noted. Uh, we can discuss more in the Porsche. Come. And he's going to uh, flash the Cayenne keys and start meandering towards the parking lot. We uh, have a couple of places to drive, so we may as well go together. Okay, lovely. Just trail along behind. Just looking a little nervous. Maybe twiddling her thumbs a little bit. Yeah, Missy, Missy will hop up, ready to go. Um, again, very pick up. She's anxious. She's visibly uh, upset. Once everybody gets into the car, Art is going to lean over and pop the glove box, and inside is, um, it's like an insulated pouch, and it's got, like, tinfoil on the outside, and it's got, like, the padding on the inside, and he zips it open, and he takes his main phone, he slides it in the bag, and then he holds it open to Coco and to Missy. Phones, please. Fine. You'll get them back. You will get them back. I promise you. That missile hand just, first. So. This phone sucks. I just I wanted one. I don't really yeah. want that one back. You'll get your old one back. How about that? Yay! Yes, we'll talk about that. So he will close the bag, put it back in the glove box, and start the car up. And he's going to start making that drive out to meet uh, with Detective Stevens. Conversation in the car or oh, yes. awkward silent? Okay. Let me know when you wish to arrive and you have finished your conversation. Right. Uh, Art will make it out of the parking lot and as he's waiting at the stoplight, he will say, what do you believe happened last night? Aside from not wanting to go spelunking again, that is fine. I will not ask it of you. But what do you believe happened last night? I don't know, but there's something like downstairs down there that is making all of you guys kind of go crazy. And I just don't think that that's okay. And I think that you should stay away from it, Art, because it was kind of really scary when you were like, not even yourself. Right, Missy? That was weird, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was that was one thing that was weird. Yeah, and Jimmy going super psycho again. That was, like, weird. Why does he keep doing that to everyone? Like, he needs to be checked out. Yes, that is part of what we are doing this evening, is tracking him down. Since we did try to stake him, but failed, and he has fled, uh, we will have to go find him before the Camarilla finds him and finds out what we have done which is not going to be uh, very advantageous to any of us. I just don't understand, like, feel like 
it's just wasted because like that you t you guys told me about that like fancy steak and everything like um last night and all and how it's really really gonna hurt him and like kill him bad like we didn't get anything special from just like killing him like i did from like the last sweaty guy like we should have just like ate him that seems like such a waste but that's just me missy just looks at art kind of shocked art shrugs she speaks exactly like somebody from the homeland Yes, it was absolutely a waste, but I am not a physical person. I am not skilled in the way of combat and submission as Jimmy was. I had to eat my body weight in sweetbreads in order to return my face to the beauty that you see now, he adds sardonically. And eating people leaves a trail that people like Terrence can see. You'll have to be speaking with him in the near future. He knows something about the fancy steak. Does he know something about like what I did? Did he see the trails on me? I don't believe he looked. And it's been long enough. Those marks may not be there anymore on you. Okay, that's just like... Another thing to like stress about. That's fine. Okay. Like... So he's just gone. We don't know where he is or if he's in fact dead. And that's what we're doing right now is like search party. Like ugh, this is like the first 48 or whatever. Yes, that exactly. I'm meeting with a contact I have in the Springfield Police Department. He knows something. After which we will visit his next of kin. Jimmy's, I mean, not the detectives. I do not have to visit his next of kin. He has been useful to me. And then we will have to speak with his boys, Jimmy's boys. Uh, cool, 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 cool. Just let me know how I can be of assistance. And I just want to say, like, I'm kind of strong and, like, I kind of almost beat up Jimmy, like, one time. And, like, if you guys didn't tell me all the time, like, no, no killing, uh, like, it could have helped, maybe. I'm just saying. Yes, I know. You could have helped. And I appreciate the thought and the effort. I know it must have taken you to not get involved because you were unsure and you were waiting for direction. I appreciate all of these things and we will talk more about it in the coming nights. For now, just know you do not have to go back to the hotel. You are done there. Yay. Okay. That's great news. And you really, really did scare me. Okay. So like no more of that. You will not see that part of me anymore. Missy, are you okay? Huh? What? Oh, yeah. 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 We're search party. Find Jimmy. And the first stop is this dive bar, so I can have drinks with a contact. If you would like to wait in the vehicle, please do. I do not want to scare him off. You know how much I love dive bars, though. I do know how much you love dive bars. But I don't have time for you to be at the dive bar too long right now. We have to find Jimmy first. Like, if I had my phone, I could try and text him. Art's going to sit there for a second, 
and then he'll reach into his uh, sweatshirt pouch pocket, and he'll pull out Coco's phone and just hand it back there. Yep, so I totally do just that, and then I just set my phone back on, like, the, you know, spot just in between, like, Art and I, just doop, right back there, face up. No matter how long you wait, you will not receive an answer for that text message. I tried tracking the phone, you see, and um, the signal is no longer there. I am fairly certain he has gotten wise to my ways and destroyed the phone, which would be what I would have done in the situation. Yeah, but he's not that smart. He's always like breaking phones and losing them and stuff. It's probably just that simple. Maybe. It, it generally is, but I only have a one in four chance of him putting on a pair of shoes that I have lowjacked. I unfortunately did not have that good fortune this last time because I did not believe he would be wearing, you know, what he was, honestly. I didn't think it would be required. I just turned to Missy. Does he really put like tags in our clothes? GPS? That that's impossible. No way, right? Uh, she'll look surprised again. Somebody's talking to her, and then she'll uh, look between Art and Cookie. I wouldn't put it past him. Art would smile, but he's also super distracted. But it's about then that he's going to pull up to the spot, and he'll throw the car in park. I will be uh, back in a short while. He'll take the uh, the keys and he will leave them in the center console so the car stays running because remote uh, automatic door locks and stuff. And then he'll get out of the car and head over to uh, where he's going to meet Detective Stevens. Are the two of you staying in the car or are you going to find your way into the, the stive bar? Missy's in the car. And Coco has pretty much told not to go in there. And I'm working on listening. Actively attempting to be to be better. Cool. Uh, we will follow Art as he moves inside. Uh, most of us, both playing and listening, have been into our share of dive bars. And uh, this one is nothing special in that regard. There is... A corner booth that the detective is sitting in. He is wearing uh, casual clothing, the kind of thing that would look appropriate in a bar like this. One of the local sports teams, one of the uh, you know jeans, boots. Uh, he's got a baseball cap on the table in front of him, uh, and a a beer that is covered in condensation on the, the side of the glass that has clearly been sitting in a slowly turning room temperature. Art will slide into the booth across from him after doing a, a quick scope out, see who watches him come in, see if anybody's acting weird, checking if there's cameras, if there are cameras, are they watching the bartender and the cash machine, or are they watching the patrons? You can see two cameras in here. One of them is pointed generally at like the open area, but is mostly pointed towards 
the bar and the, the cash machine. The other one is very directly behind the bar and is pointed directly at the, the register. Yeah, dive bars, the surveillance is going to be on the employees, not on the uh, on the customers. Yep. So yeah, he'll slide in and he will uh, clasp his hands together and set them on the table and look over his glasses at Detective Stevens. The detective begins to engage you in nonsensical small talk for a little bit, just mm-hmm. to, you know, operational security. Sure. But he's coming in uh, shortly after you or anything along those lines. Uh, I imagine that this is something that Art appreciates. It is. And uh, Art falls right into it, talking about lo- local sports teams, what happened with the last game, uh, the latest episodes of star trek whatever's released um you know what he's you know what he's wearing he's wearing the rival team of whatever the college uh college hoodie that art was wearing oh that's that's fantastic art's got um springfield and he's wearing bangor yeah that'll work and you uh conveniently talk about that game because it was recent and anybody looking over would hear you guys talking about it and see that you're wearing appropriate attire that matches that conversation and quickly lose all interest in you. Uh, After a while of making sure everything's cool, he does uh, pick up his hat and put it on the bench seat next to him. And underneath there is a quartered piece of paper that you can see falls off the table as he moves the hat to uh, to land on the floor by where you are. Art is going to take a quick glance at it, but he's going to leave it where it is for the moment. Um, while this is happening and, and they're doing the chat, um, Art's going to reach into his hoodie pocket again, and he's going to palm a shot glass. Easy enough. And um, I think uh, underneath the table, he's going to uh, cut his hand, and he'll make that quick fill. Sure. Roll me a rouse check to to feed your not-quite-ghoul. Yes, I will be happy to get another failure on the rouse check. I believe in you. I truly do. I don't know why. Because statistically, this is highly improbable. But yet, here Uh, we are. But here we are. Um, I think I've done seven rouse checks tonight. I've succeeded one of them. That that sounds about right. Uh, Cool. So you fill your little glass and palm it off to him, which he lets sit for a minute so that nobody's paying attention because... Shot glass full of red liquid. It looks very different, especially when the person drinking it did not go up to the bar. Right. But after a minute or two of making sure it's cool, he does take that shot. I think once he he takes a shot, Art's going to lean forward and... uh... As they're continuing with with you know the game story, he'll reach back out and palm that glass again and hide it, and then he'll uh, I think he will um, look off to the side and say, "Did somebody, 
somebody with 20? And he'll lean over to his part of the bench seat and he'll he'll snap up that piece of paper and then he'll slap down a uh, $20 bill that he quote-unquote found in the seat. And he says, I guess that's paying for your beer, eh? He mentions about how, oh, yeah, that's, that's awfully lucky. And I guess good luck is, is following me tonight. The team whose shirt he is wearing won. Yeah, um, that tracks. The most recent game. I mean, you're losing on every possible roll, so clearly it had to also be that one. Clearly, yeah. I was going to say, it's like, yeah, it's going with you. She goes, sure, fucking coming with me tonight. Uh, do you... Do you read this paper here, or are you... No, that's done in the car, but he's going to go ahead and get that into, into his hoodie pocket, so he's got it. True. And uh, he will, uh, he'll take his leaf after that. He'll say, it's like, all right, well, yeah, it's good to see you. I got to get going. I've, I've, I've got another, another uh, hustle that I'm about to lose my ass on, so I got to go take care of that. Perfect. You head out to the car. While Art is inside, is there any conversation between Missy and Coco? No. Miss, um, Coco will just kind of like play on her phone. You know, obviously not updating anything, but like I have games on there. Just kind of keep an eye on Missy because these guys hurt their friend and they don't even like me. <laughs> um, Missy's very distracted. But uh, I think if the Coco's playing a game, if there's any sounds or anything, chimes that come up, she'll, she'll kind of startle at them whenever that happens. What? It's just like here. It's just like the matchy match thing. See, do you want to play? No, no, no. You, you, you play your game. Do you want to talk about this? She'll slowly turn her head toward Coco. Like, she'll try to start, stop, start, stop. I just hope we find Jimmy. That's all. I'm just worried. Okay. How, how, like, do you want to find him? Because, like, it's looking pretty bad bleak right like what happens actually do we just like instantly like poof to dust like in some of the movies or do we just like kind of die like a statue and then the wind blows us away like beautifully like is that what happens well I guess not that didn't really happen like that the last time I, I don't I don't know I, I think it depends on how it happens yeah, and like nobody really knows enough about that um special like special thing. So yeah. Uh yeah, so you're just as good as mine. Like he could be zombie Jimmy for all we know. That's a terrifying thought. Undead, undead Jimmy. It would actually be really funny because, you know, he likes those like old clothes and stuff too. You'd be like, and he, he's not very smart. So like when he walks around talking about brains, like we would all crack up. <laughs> she will chuckle at that. Uh, yeah. I, like I said, just I hope we find him. And uh, if we don't and um, his, you know, dust, then, uh, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to figure that out. 
that's going to be a problem. It'll be fine. You got to stop, like, worrying all the time, miss, okay? I know you said that I don't worry about enough stuff, but you got to, like, just woosah every once in a while, and we'll get through it together because, like, you know, we're friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, just so you know, if, if, if things go poorly for us, it doesn't matter if we're friends. We'll, we'll, we'll all be staked the same. Or put out into the sun to burn or put in a storage unit on the edge of town. I don't know. Cheshire's face flashes in front of you as you remember that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I guess, like, because you guys constantly tell me that you're going to kill me, too, like, I've kind of, or it, there's, like, multiple stages. I think I'm at the acceptance one. I don't think we've threatened to kill her. I think we've said that we would have to if you continued to, you know, go on your rampage. Now, we already have a, a Jimmy that likes to rampage. We didn't need a Coco. Yeah, I think I think it's all just going to be fine. Like, it's going to work out for us, okay? And you're going to be fine because you're just so cute. And I just, like, reach over and try and do, like, the pinchy cheek thing. Say you'll be fine. Missy's just deer in headlights. And Coco just goes back to her game. The soft glow of Coco's game illuminates the interior just a little bit as Art begins to walk back up to the car. Yeah, he'll do the usual check his corners, check uh, both sides of the street, keep on checking as, as he crosses over. And I think I can't risk it. So he's not going to try and sense the unseen. That's free. Is it free? Oh. Then then he'll sense the unseen. Sure. Uh, Missy, are you obfuscating right now? While sitting in the car? Yeah. Why not? (laughs) Not quite that paranoid yet. No, not that that paranoid. But why not? Just just in case, you know, dive bar. Don't want to be seen. Uh, <laughs> the true use of obfuscate is to not be seen anywhere. <laughs> um, uh, rouse or just roll it. You don't have to do anything. It's just I was oh. kind of making a play on art. Ah, I see. Attempting to see invisible things. <laughs> um, you do not see anything that. Uh, that's a lie. Roll me your resolve in all specs. Uh, all right, and I think double check something. Two successes. You see for the briefest of moment art, and maybe it's your paranoia, but for a moment you see what looks like a transparent figure of a guy wearing construction workers' garb, uh, tool belt overalls work boots he's got a hard hat on he looks i guess emaciated would be the word as though it looks like he's been starving uh yeah there's definitely some looks of he has been starving but his skin is also 
looks dry, leathery, little flaky. Uh, he notices you peeking at him and then vanishes. Not in like an obfuscate way, but like goes through the built the wall of the building. I think if Missy and Coco are watching Art cross the street, like they'll see him look over, do a double take, and then just stop right smack dab in the middle of the street. And then he's going to turn and go that direction. Because he can't not. Sure. Uh, I guess give me... Give me wits and awareness to see if you can find anything out here. It's going to be a really hard roll. That's alright. I'll get that perfect. Cool. One success on six dice. You know, maybe we need to go back to using the dice bot or something. I don't I feel kinda of bad here. No, no, this is this is this is what's gonna happen with his night. That's just how it is. It's Arthur, Arthur. a good rotten night part two. Right. Every night is Arthur Sobchak's terrible, no good, horrible day. Uh you don't seem to catch anything, but with your with your recent interest in things occult in particular things dealing with oblivion and wraiths and stuff. Uh, you suspected this might have been a ghost. Well, she said it was just going to start happening. Oh, another finger on the monkey's paw curled shut. I should get back to the car. You arrive back at the car. He'll slide back in the in the driver's seat, close the door. Turn on the interior light to look at the paper and see what we got. There are two things. One is a small like SD card that as you open the paper where it was folded, slides into your lap. The second thing is it looks like a multi-page report that the writing was shrunk so that it all fits. So you get like six pages on this one piece of paper. Uh, a little straining of the eyes and holding it up to the light and looking at it. This is the report from a 911 call last night that uh, the woman was in hysterics, that a police officer was sent out, uh, not Detective Stevens, uh, but you have his information and stuff on there. Um, when the officer arrived, they found what looks like human remains on the doorstep and the woman was an absolute wreck uh, the the husband was also in shock but not as uh, not as traumatized as the woman and there are details here that she has been remanded to uh, psychiatric evaluation for some of the things that she said about how her brother dissolved into the mess that's on the cow that's on the, the stoop here. Um, is there anything in particular you want to know about this police report? So Art's looking at this police report. He sees that it's been shrunk, and he'll pop open the glove box again, and he pulls out this little case. 
and um god you used to see these back in like the 80s and early 90s and it was those like dime store spy kits that kids would get where like you you press a button and a magnifying glass shoots out and it's got like the, the little sherlock holmes hat sign on it but he's got one of those he pops it out to use the, the magnifying glass to to read the paper and uh, as he's going through, he starts mouthing the words and then he starts speaking so that everybody else in the car knows that Jimmy's sister made a 911 call, was in hysterics, and that James Walton is very likely dead. He, got, he, he liquefied himself on the front steps of his sister's house. I think what Art would like to know more is where did the remains go? And where exactly did Jimmy's sister end up? Good news, both of those things are in there. Uh, the remains are with the coroner until DNA testing or until proper details are found because these could have been dug up from somewhere, these could have been faked. It's Investigation is ongoing. This was late last night. The sister is at Dr. Bain's uh, psych ward. So she is in the hands of the Tremere. Good give it. That's going to be some horse trading I didn't want to do. Uh, The good news is we can erase her mind and uh, Jimmy never went to the house that night. I have to make a quick stop at the coroner's office and potentially the crime lab if they haven't started analysis yet. Or if they have. I'm going to need to make a stop at the joke shop. What is everyone else's response to these statements? In particular, the joke shop. When he said about Dr. Baines, that's that like guy that um, Coco doesn't really like, obviously, because he uh, was involved in that whole thing, trying to keep Jade trapped, right? Correct. Yep. He was the, the doctor who, he was a doctor who had that as his personal domain, whether or not he is where he falls on the paperwork legal side you guys never looked into or no. Yeah, so when Art says his name, Coco just, I fucking hate that guy. And pretty much stays quiet and just listens to everything else. Yeah, Missy doesn't have fond memories of the place. That's where she was staked. Uh, But I think it's still like, she's still processing the Jimmy's gone part of what uh, Art said. Art hasn't let it sink in. All he knows is that there is a mess that he has to clean up, and because the mess looks to be skeleton bones and 80s clothes, he's going to have to replace those bones and um, grab some of the effects. But wait... Wait, wait, wait a minute, Art. Do you have a police report? I do. If you have it, then the Camarilla has it. 
Mischief Dr. Bane has the next of kin, and the Tremere can get answers from anyone. The preliminary report we can get doctored, we can get that fixed. That part is easy enough. I get into the coroner's office, I replace the bones with uh, bones from Spirit Halloween. I take those into a bag so I can um, have somebody look at them later. I go to the crime lab. Well, if I keep the clothes and uh, take the bones, I think it will be fine. But no, we'll be we'll be cautious. I, I wipe out the crime lab's uh, service for the test. Be some kind of error. Who knows? Maybe the microclave or the autoclave uh, went crazy and sanitized everything. I'll I'll come up with it on the fly. Once they have no evidence, they will have to play it off as a prank and close the case. Great. That covers, you know, the masquerade and all, but they'll still know. They're going to want to know how we ended up that way. And we need to have some answers. Self-defense. It was. We had to because he was, what, beating the shit out of Terrence? He was going to kill the child of an, another Tremere. One, was not in our barony. Two, unprovoked. Three, while invited in our domain. Four, we did what we had to. And when they find out, and I'm sure they will find out, that this special stake was used, all that goes away. Because they know for a fact we do not have the access to the kind of magic required to make one of those. Yeah, because, like, you didn't know what was going to happen, really. Like, it should have just made him go to sleep, like I've been saying, right? That is correct. Missy just stares at Art. Art is is perfecting the story as he goes. (laughs) He was attacking. We tried to stake him. The stake broke off. He fled. We searched for him. We received reports. Somebody used Jimmy's clothes to play play, play a prank on his sister. He is since unknown. They're going to ask how we got it in the first place. I have a fairly good feeling, I guess that the people who would ask us those questions already know the answer, and therefore they do not wish to ask those questions. Okay. All right, all right, let's let's just go joke shop and crime lab. What are we... I am going to trade the remains of James Walton with that of a joke store skeleton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's silly. It has worked before. It has. Berlin, nineteen eighty-eight. So dumb. Nineteen eighty-eight. Do you know? How... Okay. All right. Let's let's just let's just damage control here. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, Art's going to get himself a some pieces of of a joke skeleton and he'll be sure to get them all nice and red with the dye and everything 
and he'll obfuscate his way into the coroner's office so he can swap those out. Um, if there's a stack he can grab on the way, he's absolutely going to do it. That was going to be my next statement. Yeah. See how conveniently this works out for art. It It is very convenient, as long as I don't have to press the roll button. I mean, I got I got bad news for you. Uh, you're going to have to push the roll button. I know, I'm going to have to push the roll button. Uh, you will have to rouse for obfuscation. Oh my god, hey. it worked. Alright, so now that he has purpose, Art is going to be able to obfuscate and walk right past the cameras. He's got, he's been in the coroner's office so many fucking times on behest of Detective Stevens that, like, he's he's got it down to a system where he's got everybody timed. He can slip right in behind the night watchman, uh, dance along, and then, like, the janitor is going to open up his, his door at the right time for Art to just, like, sweep by into the, uh, into the coroner's room so he can, uh, do his work. Gruesome, gruesome work. Always gruesome work. But instead of turning a body to ash this time, he's going to trade the bones. And um, if there are any of like personal effects that were left, like not the clothes so much, but if Jimmy was wearing like a chain or a watch or something that Art remembers seeing him have all the time. He's going to go through the personal effects and get that. Uh, you can go ahead and ask Tom if he was wearing any of that stuff on his body and add anything that Tom says was on him to your list of list of stuff. Okay. And it's um, because the thing that Scullivan was teaching him, that ritual that you told me to take, I might be using that later to find out what Jimmy knows or knew. Don't remember which one that was. No, uh, it was it was the the ritual that we used for the hunter. Oh yeah, to call up the ghost. Yeah, call the ghost. So he'll he'll do a call the ghost ritual later. Yeah. You thought you were getting out, Tom, but we're gonna pull you back in. Oh, uh, we're gonna drag you right back in. Um, and he's gonna if he can, he's gonna eat himself back down to one hunger. He's at uh, three. Well, I'll tell you what, go ahead and roll for your whatever you think is an appropriate roll to find a snack in this situation. Uh, gee, that's going to be his intelligence and his, where is it, medicine. Cool. Two, both hunger die. Fitting. Don't know how you feel about this, but you can... Reroll up the two dice for spending willpower. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do a two die reroll for three successes. Uh, so you'll be able to to find some stuff that amounts to to a hunger's worth of eating. Um, do you do anything with Jimmy's remains that involves snacking? The question there would be, is there anything there that he could snack on? If so, yes. He remembers what Coco was saying, how it was a waste. And he's like, you know, 
she's not wrong. Uh, where do you think Bone Marrow falls under the list of uh, organ-type things? So, Organivore requires flesh and organs. Bone Marrow is what creates red blood cells. Honestly? Yeah, I would say crack a bone, slurp the marrow out, that would be absolutely something that would that would fall under underneath Organivore. Inclined to agree with that idea. But two dots in medicine, everybody. <laughs> it's got this idea of you like breaking a femur and then like drinking it like a gogurt. Yeah. Snort it like a pixie stick. Yeah, something along those lines. Uh so I am happy to let you get another uh, let you get another hunger as I dig up the, the discipline list. That would drag me to zero if I did that. Because oh. I was I, I was at three, you let me go to one without cracking that bone marrow. Uh I will let you stick one in the in the fridge. The larder? Alright, I'll take that. You like you start with the Jimmy stuff and then Yeah. Let's take a quick look at the find out what he's got access to after. You almost have the the full set here. Just about. Just about. Cool. Uh Do you leave Coco uh, Yeah, do you leave Coco and Missy in the car while you're doing this? Uh I I think I would just because I'm the only one who's going to be able to get by the surveillance systems. And I'm trying to make this quick because I also have to find if they've run the sample through the lab yet and swap the sample out with some of the blood dye and stuff he got from the spirit Halloween with the skeleton. Cool. Um, I guess just give me a technology-based role for doing all of that mess. Sure, it's going to be wits and tech because he's doing this on the fly. Four successes. Cool. That'll take you a little bit of time. Missy and Coco, once again, back out in the car. Uh, you guys getting up to anything out here? Uh, I think Missy's just been mumbling to herself. As she is wont to do. As she is wont to do. Just every so often, she'll just mumble, you know, Baron, Prince, what are we going to do? This sucks. That kind of stuff. Uh, Yeah, I know. I know it sucks. Okay. Like, I get it. But I don't, I don't know how you live like this. Like, especially without Xanax or anything anymore. Okay. Are you not worried? Do you not understand what's going on? Like, what could happen to us? Or has Ark not explained it to you? No, I got it. Everyone already knows, likely, that um, something bad happened with Jimmy. But, like, that's fine because we have a whole story to tell now. Like, we know what happened. Like, he really, really tried to kill Terrence. And that was pretty not cool, man. And, like, it would have been really bad if he killed Terrence. And so we hit him with, you guys hit him with the accidental, like, 
oops, like we didn't, you didn't know he was supposed to go to sleep. I, that's, we just had this whole conversation. There's just, we're forgetting something. There's something, there's, there's something that we have forgotten that they're going to come back and ask us and we're not going to have an answer ready. We've got to make sure we think of everything. Can't leave anything out there. No loose ends. We got to get everybody on the same story. Everybody. Okay. Like, do you want to rehearse it again? Do you want to tell me the story? Cause I think I know it. Like I'm pretty good at this stuff. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll be the Camarilla. Okay. I'll be the Camarilla and you be you and you answer all the questions, right? Okay. Here we go. Tell me what happened. Okay, so they made me leave my job for some other bullshit, and I basically had to put on dirty clothes and go in a basement and get, like, terrorized. It was horrible. Why were you in the basement? I have no idea. Like, I didn't even know the place had a basement. Isn't that weird? Yeah, and who invited uh, Terrence? Why was he there to go in your basement at the mall? I have no real idea. That's, um, that's maybe, so I think I'm going to get a promotion at work. So they were probably going to like surprise. I thought it was going to be a surprise party or something like, yay. Like you get a raise, but no, none of that. Okay. Okay. So you all decide to go into the basement. You invite Terrence over to go to your basement. You go down into the basement. You think it's going to be a party. And instead you were terrorized. What do you mean? So we all kind of got like mixed up and like split up for like whatever reason. It was weird. And then Jimmy started like acting crazy and poor Art. He was like just like going crazy himself. But like Jimmy was doing really crazy and he was going to like kill everybody. Like I saw it. Well, what made them go crazy? I don't know. Like, is something weird? Uh, Jimmy's been acting like not right a lot, so I don't know if he's been snacking on snacking on some of like the um, guests from the club, and maybe he got a little woohoo, you know. So he goes crazy. Art goes crazy. How did Art go crazy? I think that it was just like a reaction to the Jimmy crazy, um, but. Miss, you're not even telling me that I'm doing a good job, okay? And I'm doing a really good job. I just want to throw that I'm the Camarilla. I'm not supposed to tell you you're doing a good job. Yeah, but that's pretend. Where? Who had the steak? I didn't even see it until it was all over, and it was such a blur. I'm not sure. Coco, do you want to roll some kind of lying roll to see how good of a liar you're being? Yes. (laughs) I miss you. You are free to to roll to see how. I mean, I guess technically you don't need to roll because you know that she's uh, stretching the truth to say the least. Well, she's convincing my crazy ass. So yeah. uh, (laughs) Hey, Art, I found all your liar. Five dice on seven dice. That's that's very good. Yep, that's that's where all the success goes. <laughs> Just goes to show that she's the best vampire. Okay, 
right? Now for the tough questions. Oh my god, that was tough. Come on. You can see I can do it. All right, they're going to believe everything that I say and everything that you say because that's what actually happened. See, that's the key to like lying. You have to like change what happened in your mind. Okay. Whose idea was it to go into the basement? Definitely not mine. Do I look like I would be caught dead in a basement? No. What if we told you we had evidence that art set this whole thing up? To kill Jimmy and take over the barony. Um, I would say that that's highly unlikely because Art does not like doing all the crap that like Jimmy had to do, like to be like a baron. Like he had to shake babies and kiss hands or something, and that is not Art's thing. Did you know that Terence was a Tremere? Um. Wait, a Tremere. I get them so confused all the time. The magic ones. The magic ones. I know that, silly, but, like, I'm trying to pretend. Oh, all right. All right. All right. All right. So he, he, he's invited and uh, Art set the whole thing up and maybe he was there and he made Jimmy go crazy and Art, in a frenzy, killed him and dumped his body on his sister's porch. What? I I don't... I've had a lot of bad bosses before, but Terrence didn't really seem like a bad boss, and I don't know if he would do that. That's just crazy. It's her line still doing really good. I don't <laughs> see another reason to have her okay. to roll out. Sure. Like, we're yeah. still in the same interaction no. and stuff. So. No, no, no. Missy's out of it. She's, she's losing it right now. And... Yeah. Uh, we're forgetting something still. I know you think you have all the answers, but we don't have all the answers. Um, yeah, you do, Missy. You can do this, okay? I just wish that, like, you believed in yourself. And you know what? Like, you're kind of a badass over there. Like, your special, like, fancy vampire lady, like, you... Don't take no shit, and everybody knows it, and then that means basically that, like, they'll believe you because you're great. She'll sit there thinking about those words for a while. And you can change the camera over. The camera will switch over to Art, who is tip-tapping away and doing computer forensics stuff. He is. Um, he is, he's got a, um, he knows it's going to take a while for the lab results to come in. Cause this isn't like CSI where you take a TACA and like have two people on a keyboard and it goes twice as fast. Like this shit takes months. So he just has to find out when the sample is going to get run and just find the bag, swap out the sample and be done with it. But he's doing a quick check to make sure that it hasn't already been logged in the system uh, as as being in process. Uh, you can find the information for the chain of evidence. That's what it's called. Like when you go get a, a drug test for work or whatever, and they chain of custody. That's chain the word. Chain of custody. There it is. Uh, 
so you can find out where this information is. Uh, it's obviously under some lock and key and stuff. So yeah, that, like that's ever stopped me. No, 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 it has not. Uh, do you want to go mess with it right now, or? Yeah, it needs to get done now. Do it all in one trip, and then I can get out of here. All right, cool. Um, just I guess give me a, a larceny roll to get physical access through the the locks, the security, the all of that security stuff. Oh my god, here we go again. I'm gonna willpower that. Of course. You know, they must have changed the locks since the last time you were in here because you're having I'm rousing the fucking blood. Oh, that you succeeded on. Two successes. Two successes. Three total successes out of five, eight, ten dice. I think, yeah, they've been changing the locks, but Art's having none of this, goddammit. And uh, I don't think he breaks the lock, but whoever's got the next key is going to find, like, oh, the so locks. I'll succeed at a cost. Yeah, I'll succeed at a cost. Yeah, somebody's going to know that there's been obvious tampering in there. Yeah. Nice. nice, nice. I like, I, I approve of this devil's bargain, as it were. Excellent. Uh, and yeah, you'll be able to get in there. There is, perhaps in your frustration and busyness of things that you've been up to recently, you don't you don't notice it right away. You might not even notice it at all. He's but not. You, you'll be able to get in there and mess with things in a way that you hope will be appeasing to people who would be looking for this kind of messes. Um. Is there anything else you want to do inside the police station? Um, I mean, there's any of a thousand things that I could do, but I think that... Oh, shit. Um, the evidence from the, uh, the hunters, if it's still around, he'll snag that on the way out. Which evidence in particular? From um, the night that everything went Kooky crazy? Yeah. Any Anything that might have been taken from that house? Don't know, because that was a significant period of time ago. Yeah. That's like, why it was an if. That That's the only other thing he can think of right now. Um, he really doesn't have the time to do anything else. Yeah, I don't think that stuff is going to still be here. Okay. Then, it's not a place that's easily accessible. Yeah, then I'm not worried about it. Cool. Uh, you get out to the car then. Okay. And uh, everybody's still sitting, waiting in the car. Yeah. It looks like they're having a a back and forth conversation. Or it's gonna crack the back open, throw that bag in there, and then uh, close the close that back door. And when he gets into the driver's seat again, he's gonna stop and look at them both. Are you both playing game? Is that what is happening? I mean, it's not a game, okay? Like, 
Missy wanted to play and see like how good of a liar I was because she doesn't trust me that I can like talk my way out of bad situations because I don't, I don't, she always seems to catch me in bad situations. Maybe. I don't know. It's gotta be airtight, airtight. Uh, yes, it does have to be airtight. And, um, at the same time, no, it does not have to be airtight because what is done is done. And um, he is dead. We must assume that the Camarilla knows. We must assume that the Tremere know. And that was who we are going to see next. We are going to all see Dr. Bane. And kill Jimmy's sister. No, we are not going to kill Jimmy's sister. We are simply going to empty her mind. I was just kidding, Missy. The look on your face is what it was all for, I swear. (laughs) Yeah, there was a shock look on her face. <laughs> and the player's face. Like, what? <laughs> Back to <laughs> murder. That lasted long. I think it's the phone. It's the phone you gave her back. <laughs> it's possessed. Um, I think Missy is probably even more agitated knowing what's happened, what happened the last time at the hospital. And that's what she's precisely worried about happening now. Yeah, I don't think I don't think she's too happy about this. She's not going to say she's not going, but she's not happy. As the three of you drive off into the night, we will close out the camera there. It is the 6th of September, 2023, and this is, uh, I guess we're picking up the pieces. I guess. I guess, something like that. Um, first part of this is housekeeping stuff. Uh, Coco, you mentioned you were going to go try and get a snack in your club. Would you like to make a snack finding roll for that? Oh yeah, sure. What's snack finding? Uh, how would like? There's a whole bunch of people here, obviously. Um, how would you go about finding said snack? Uh, well, definitely, she went and got cleaned up, and it's her first night like out, you know, because she's been holed up in that god awful hotel, motel, whatever, for a while. Um, so pretty sure she can sniff out like a dark corner where somebody's just like a little bit too fired up and you know maybe little conversation little nom nom i'm not supposed to kill anybody you are not supposed to do any murdering uh cool uh if you had to put a skill and or attribute to it what combination of that would you think wow that would be a streetwise thing to be able to probably to pick out the right like fired up person somebody on the good stuff yeah and then maybe intelligence sure let's have that let's see how good you are at being smart do you wish to spend willpower to reroll any of that uh yeah because she's pretty hungry Two extra dice. With uh, three total successes, you're going to be able to find somebody you can get a little snack on, but you're not going to be able to 
savor the flavor, as it were. Uh, only able to get a singular point of hunger off of them safely, because there's a bunch of people here. How long can uh, giving somebody a hickey on the neck really take? Because that's totally what you're doing, right? It's totally just a hickey. Oh, yeah, and I probably just picked up somebody that was maybe a little bit too fired up. They're they're a little too into it, a little too excitable. Yeah, that's um, probably it. Sure, but you can get a, you can get a little taste. Uh, Art, you are kind of fucked up physically. A little. Yeah. Uh, let's take a look at your larder real quick, and would you like to try and uh, heal any of that? Yes, uh, my larder has four hunger worth. I'll let you roll as many of those as you wish you wish to heal. Uh, all right. Well, you can one by one, obviously. Obviously. All right. That brings me to three, but I do heal a. It's aggravated first, and then superficial. Uh, you only have superficial. Oh, I only have superficial. Yeah, aggravated is X. That's fine. You're batting a thousand here. Uh huh. A thousand failures. Here, let me do you a favor and I'll just, just break it up for you so that roll twenty doesn't hate you. Alright. That works. Uh and then Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Roll twenty continues to hate you. Yup. Um so you get higher though. You get a one, a two, and a four. Right. Uh, so he's he's currently at five hunger, so he'll eat back down to one. He's gonna clean out his larder. Like he's just come, he just walks into his into his uh, haven, and he's got you know both hands on on like the counter, trying to focus, and he can feel his nose move back into place and everything starts shifting back and in the back of his head the beast is just screaming at him that you know sure this this the stick was nice but you should have just tore his throat out and he's going to go to town on the rest of his stuff to get him back down to a manageable rate and that seems to have been enough to finish it cool but your larder is empty correct completely empty do something about that uh, Missy has no hunger to manage, has no damage. Man, look at Missy just being the best vampire. Well, I need to regain some willpower. Well, we're we're about to do that. Okay. Um, when last we left, everybody, uh, things happened. I guess is the easiest way to put it. And uh, you guys kind of went your separate ways. There is obviously a lot that you guys want to talk about. I have some things in mind for stuff that will happen in the next couple of nights, but for the moment, it is up to you guys how many nights you want to let it sit before the camera turns back on you. The the second the sun goes down the next day, Art is going to be checking his his handshakes, checking everything to track Jimmy down. And you know, finding that the uh, 
the phone is down, the cars are still here. Um, he's he's going to be scrambling, trying to to look for all of the uh, all of the places that Jimmy might have gone. Um, pull his file on Jimmy to see if he can suss out where he might go next, and uh, crack open that cigar case and take a look at that steak and see if he can get a bit of research on that to to know what it does because it didn't do what he thought it would. Cool. So do you want to just pick up the next night then, or? I'm fine doing that, because he's he's going to go hard until he finds Jimmy, or doesn't find Jimmy. Uh, I think when the sun goes down the next night, Missy's got her phone out texting Art. You know, what are we going to do? We need to talk. Like, just bombing. Cool. So it looks like we're turning the camera on the, the very next night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, cool. In that case, you guys can recover your highest of will of composure or resolve to your willpower damage that you may have taken, and then you may roll a arouse check for waking the next. Back down to two. I see. Okay, yeah, getting hungry. Rar indeed. Everybody good with all that? Mm-hmm. No added hunger. No, no. Um, hold on. What? I, I just remembered something. I, I uh, need to look at it. it. <gasps> you, you do have the fifth edition, the fifth dot of Zelios, which I, I do have the fifth dot of Zelios. <laughs> yep. Go ahead and uh, re-roll those as appropriate. I will wait for you to do that since this might take a second to uh, reset your stuff. Yeah, let me let me pull that first so I can make sure I've got this right. All right. Nope. I I just re-roll the rouse check for waking up. It still doesn't do anything. So <laughs> the rest the rest of the rouse checks are for healing and the the ley lines don't affect that. That is unfortunate. You may want to log out and re-log in. Or, you know, <laughs> Put some stage in your drives. Or something. I was thinking the same thing. You need to like refresh everything. There's some chicken bones. I don't know what you got to do over there, but you got to do something. All right, it's not going right. to be good for us. You go. You go about your night. I'm going to go get my my thaumaturgic salt. Okay. <laughs> Just surround my different than it. your normal salt. Yes. Yes. It's. See, I've got the sea salt, and then I've got iodized salt. You can't use iodized salt for a salt ring. It's got to be more natural, so I don't have any rock salt. So my flake salt will have to do. Oh, no, I've got the garlic butter salt. That'll be perfect. (laughs) Just smear that all over the inside of your computer. Right. (laughs) All right, cool. Did we ever give a... uh... I didn't see it on your sheet under your merits and flaws. Anything about... Oh, no. You have two dots and allies. Is that the detective? Uh, the detective and... I see yeah. Summer down there, too. Yes, okay. uh, Summer Summer is a contact. It's still temporary. My influence is temporary. I haven't... Okay. I am going to roll for your police contact because I don't feel confident in your luck. That's cool. 
Yeah, I'm fine with that. I get two successes on, on two, two dice. That's fabulous. I, you mean, just trying to help a brother out? Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I've, I've been doing great. Uh, and is that? I think that's all of the bookkeeping stuff. That, um, cool. All right. I imagine nobody else has anything else that they need to to take care of. No. Not housekeeping, not bookkeeping wise. Cool. Nope, yeah, I'm good. good. Awesome. And next time, find out what happens when the vampire wizards talk to you guys. Because what could go horribly wrong? Yeah, everything. They're not going to let us do that. <laughs> we beat up one of their own. Let's just roll up onto Tremere Domain and just be like, we're here to talk to your boss. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Art's going to call ahead and be like, hey, Doc, I need to have a discussion with you about one of your patients. Yes, again. Can we can we meet? And then go from there. <laughs> and uh, Art is not above using the he needed kill in defense, because I think in Springfield that might work, because really nobody liked Jimmy. He didn't have a long list of friends. But let me get rid of the boys. This Vampire of the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.